Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, February 1st, 5.36 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures down two and three quarters at 6.77. March soybeans up one at 1539. March Chicago wheat down one and a quarter at 760. March Kansas City wheat down a half at 878 and a quarter. March spring wheat down three at 919 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Ratings and reviews very much welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, drop me a comment. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 530 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations, my daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Uh, Yesterday, here in the podcast and in the YouTube video, I discussed briefly uh, USDA's projections when it comes to soybean exports and how they could be too low. In yesterday's subscriber-only video, I did a balance sheet breakdown, ran a number of possibilities, and discussed the price implications. If you guys are interested in this sort of content new stuff every day uh, sign up today 50 bucks a month cancel at any time no other fee no other obligation nobody will try to sell you anything else i promise china's reopening could result in additional inflation bloomberg reported on this topic uh, earlier this week the head of the imf international monetary fund said this this week what if the good news of china growing faster translates into oil and gas prices jumping up putting pressure on inflation Economists at Bloomberg forecast an acceleration in China's GDP from 3% last year to 5.8% in 2023. The Bloomberg modeling suggests that Chinese growing demand for energies, uh, commodities, etc., could increase U.S. consumer inflation by a full percentage point in the fourth quarter. You got to remember a great deal of inflation is tied to commodity prices. Um, Commodities are the first thing. A lot of companies have to buy when you look at uh, gasoline prices, you know, high crude equals high gasoline. You look at corn, soybeans and wheat, cattle, hogs, high prices in those commodities equal higher food prices. It it makes its way down to the consumer. CPI peaked in June at 9.1 percent and it's leaked lower since. So we've we've been on the backside of inflation here for several months now. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a one and done deal or not. There are so many variables. Um, Historically speaking, you look at the 70s and 80s, inflation was a roller coaster and even the stuff like in the early 90s when we saw some inflation there was a lot of back and forth so i mean it would kind of be an anomaly to just go up and then go straight back down but you know we're in unprecedented times um covid russia ukraine all of the money printing and low rates and now the subsequent rate hikes uh, a lot of things are different this time around i guess South American weather is a mixed bag. So you've got widespread rains expected to continue in Brazil. And that's if you're watching on YouTube here, that's this top circle here. Uh, The rains in Brazil are kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, all in all, the rains have been a good thing. They're going to lead to record soybean production. But there are some harvest delays when it comes to the bean crop. And there may be some planting delays when it comes to the country's second and larger corn crop uh, if these rains continue. And it looks like they very well uh, will continue here for at least another two weeks. Um, Some reports suggest that... uh, 
uh, trucking and transportation has been impacted in some areas of Brazil as a result of heavy rains. Rains in Argentina, which is the lower circle here on my screen if you're watching, will be a little bit more sparse over the next 10 days. There are some areas that will see material accumulation. The longer-term GFS, last I checked this morning, was wetter uh, for Argentina in the period, say, after February 12th. Um, so we'll see if that comes to fruition or not. These long-term forecasts always kind of switching around. Spring insurance pricing for corn and soybeans begins today. The February average for the December corn contract and the November soybean contract, uh, also same thing for spring wheat, will determine the uh, spring insurance price. Assuming that a reduced market volatility sticks around for another few weeks, your premiums could be reduced a little bit. Last year, the spring soybean guarantee was the highest on record at $14.33 per bushel. The 2022 corn guarantee was the highest since 2011 at $5.90. So at the very least, Row crop farmers would like to see these uh, new crop prices at least hold near current levels through most of February. A rally would be even better. Uh, Revenue protection or RP is the most popular uh, government subsidized insurance product among uh, farmers in the United States. Ukraine continues its efforts to obtain U.S. fighter jets. President Biden was asked about this earlier this week, and he said no, but didn't really provide any additional details. The White House has declined to comment on a question about whether or not the jets are not be, are being ruled out entirely or if this is just uh, for the moment. German leaders have said, at least for now, that they would not send fighter jets to Ukraine. Uh, Britain's defense minister had a great comment on this situation. He said this. Since we took on the battle over getting tanks to Ukraine, people are understandably asking what will be the next capability. What we know about all these demands is that the initial response is no, but the eventual response is yes. So I don't know, guys, this this war is going to escalate this spring when Ukraine uh, attempts to mount a counteroffensive. Um, will this mean anything for the markets? I think it depends on whether or not you see uh, grain shipments out of the region disrupted to any material extent or disrupted at all. The U.S. beef cow herd shrank to its lowest level since 1962. USDA released its biannual cattle inventory report yesterday. All cattle and calves in the U.S. totaled 89.3 million head as of January 1st. That was down 3% versus the same period last year. Uh, very close to trade expectations, however. Severe drought in the western U.S. in particular, paired with lack of profitability, forced ranchers to call their herds. Uh, the number of beef cows in the U.S. was down 4% on the year, 28.9 million. Lowest number ever recorded but slightly above expectations. So I don't know what this means for the cattle market today. I try to not talk about livestock here, guys. I've just got uh, too many irons in the fire. But this is uh, long-term, big picture. This is supportive for cattle prices. Maybe not the best thing for uh, feed demand. The U.S. stock market rose sharply in January. The S&P 500 gained 6.2% on the month, posted its best January since 2019. The Nasdaq was up 10.7% on the month. That was its best January since 2001. The Dow Jones gained 570 points, or 1.7% on the month. You've had some encouraging economic uh, news paired with ideas of reduced rate hikes from the Fed. Um, here's a great statistic from CNBC via Ryan Dietrich on Twitter. Of the five instances in which the S&P gained more than 5% in January after a negative year, the benchmark index rose 30% for the year on average. Uh, past performance, not indicative of future results, guys, but that's a, a really interesting statistic. 
we've got um oh the, here's the s p chart by the way i wanted to show you this so if, you, if you're watching on youtube we did break out above that big trend line that i've shown you guys a few times now this could all be different by the end of the day today because we've got a fed announcement today the fed will announce an interest rate decision at 2 p.m central time i'm sorry i think it's 1 p.m central time traders generally expect a quarter point hike to the fed fund rate uh the devil will be in the details here what's the forward guidance will they pause will they be hawkish will they be dovish you know all that stuff if you get the wrong news from the fed it could very easily undo all these stock market gains within just a couple of days so that's a big deal here today in the outside markets this morning uh, we've got the U.S. dollar a little bit lower. Stock market's off a little bit, but had a good day yesterday. Uh, the S&P's down 12. The Dow down 130. Bonds are up a little bit. Uh, gold's mixed. Crude oil's up 33 cents in the March WTI at 79.20. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you Thursday.